Comic Book Club News gives you the comic book news you need to know first thing in the morning every weekday in the form of digestible three to five minute long podcasts. Comic Book Club News recaps breaking news stories from Marvel, DC Comics, and beyond Monday through Friday. New episodes drop 6 a.m. ET in the Comic Book Club News feed so they're ready for you when you're ready for the day. Comic Book Club News. You hear it second or third, possibly fourth. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. exploded but after krypton airs on the sci-fi channel it's our podcast after krypton i'm alex i'm justin i'm pete and as mentioned you're listening to after krypton we're gonna be talking about the season two premiere light years from home very exciting very excited to get into this talk about what's going on with seg What's going on with Brainiac? What's going on with Zod? All of our friends are back, everybody. The gang, against all odds, the gang uh, all got back together. And I'll tell you what, against all odds, our gang all got back together. Yeah, because, how is the show still on the air? Well, because it did very well. Uh, so, Pete, just to establish for those of you uh, who didn't listen to our preview episode, uh, Pete was not in favor of Krypton. I think no. that's a fair way of putting it. But you could just say I hated I, it. <laughs> I mean, that's what right. I was dancing around. Really, yeah. <laughs> uh, Justin and I really liked the first season of the show a lot. We thought it was a lot of fun. Uh, so we're excited to chat about season two. I'm going to give you guys the recap, and then we're going to see what we all thought. So let's just hold in our feelings. It's just oh. so chill. Hold in our just feelings. Like... So I will say there's a lot of stuff that I got horribly wrong in the preview episode because I had clearly forgotten about it. Right. Because there's a lot more that was going on in the show that I'd forgotten about. Uh, so there's Segel, who is Superman's grandpa. He was trapped in the Phantom Zone along with Brainiac. He took Brainiac in there to prevent him from bottling up Kandor, uh, which we know would destabilize the core of Krypton, eventually leading to Krypton destruction, eventually leading to Superman returning home. The guy who figured that all out correctly is Adam Strange, who is a time traveler who traveled back in time he thought to stop Brainiac, but it was actually General Zod had traveled back in time and he hadn't realized it, who was trying to stop 
Brainiac in order to make sure that the planet Krypton was saved and uh, Superman was never born. And to take over Krypton and uh, right. take over, use Krypton as a platform to take over the universe. Yeah. yeah, and part of that is he worked a couple of people over his side, including Segel, who turned out to be his dad, even though he didn't know it, and Lightazod, who Segel is in love with. Lightazod is Druzod, or General Zod's mom. She is the head of the Sagittarii, which is the military force on the planet. Um, there, meanwhile, are a couple of people that fell on the side of the rebels, including uh, I keep forgetting her name, Wallace Day. Nissa? Nissa, thank you. Nissa Vell? Yeah. Uh, Nissa, Nissa Vex. Nissa Vex. Uh, Nissa Vex, who is also kind of in love with Seg. Uh, and great love triangle. Great love triangle. Uh, in fact, she's didn't, posh. Didn't exactly have a baby with him so much as uh, downloaded a baby. Downloaded a baby. Yeah, that's yeah. for it. Because uh, yeah, on Krypton, you put your genetic material together the minute you're betrothed. And then you can just get yeah, your baby. Yeah, but not in a sexy way. It's more like a poke your thumb, get some blood out of it, and then there's a baby type way. That's the way I did it twice. Really? Yeah, what's, what's sex? <laughs> what's the <laughs> draw? Who even knows? Oh, my God. Who even that's... likes it? Yeah. Come on. Everybody likes it. Do I... Everybody? Well, okay, maybe Sex not is like pizza. It's everywhere, so who cares? You know, that's what <laughs> I always say. Yeah. Man. It's everywhere. Don't eat it. That's what people oh, say. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, it's on so the corner for a doubt. Other, <laughs> other <laughs> folks that you need to know, uh, there is, oh, my gosh, I'm blanking on her name. Uh, the leader of the resistance is... Uh, oh, One-Eye? Yeah, old one old eye. Old one eye. <laughs> uh, no, her name is uh, boy. It's in these notes yeah, somewhere. Uh, doesn't matter. There's a, there's a resistance. It's Riker. <laughs> no, no, that's from Star Don't Trek: The Next Generation. Uh, we've clearly I've paid a lot of attention to the show. Uh, so uh, there is a resistance who is fighting against Zod. Um, also, uh, there was a cult that they encountered that was hiding the creature Doomsday. Doomsday escaped at the end of last season. Uh, and also, Nissa Vex's dad also was kind of a dick. He had escaped. Huge dick. Be- Huge he dick. betrayed everyone all the time. Right. Yeah. Uh, Sycophant. He was supposed to be dead, but he wasn't actually dead. The other person that was supposed to be dead that wasn't actually dead uh, was Seg's grandpa, who died in the season uh, one premiere, turned out to actually be alive, came back from the Phantom Zone, uh, and is there to help. Was a hologram for all of the first No, he was season. a robot, right. was he? No, he was a hologram. hologram. Oh. Yeah, There's, they're different. Hologram's like a robot of light. Ooh. Cool. That's pretty good. Uh, and the place where we left Adam Strange at the end of the last season is he had zapped somewhere else. We had no idea what else. It kind of looked like Earth, except that there was a General Zod statue there, and everybody was frozen, and when the camera zoomed back, it turned out he was actually in a bottled city a la Brainiac. So what's going on there? What's happening? Yeah. That's where we pick up in season two. Um Lots of stuff happened in this episode. Do we want to talk about general feelings, or do we want to... Um, Why don't we do the blow by blow? Who's General Feelings? Does he work for General Zod? <laughs> yeah, they're partners. <laughs> cool. General Feelings hasn't shown up yet, but I got to say, good cop, bad cop. Yeah. What What do you guys want to do with this takeover? Huh? What's happening? <laughs> what do you want to talk about? Um, I'm getting a lot of you conquered people. I'm getting a lot of anger. Yeah. I'm getting a lot of anger from your feelings. You seem to be starving not just for food but also emotions. What do you think our general feelings, Pete LePage? Fuck you guys. Uh, so, yeah, let's talk about our general feelings on the show first, okay. before we be on the episode. Yeah. Um, and um, I think my feelings are kind of like really summed up when the first time you see uh, Adam Strange, he gets kind of kicked in the nuts, and that kind of sums up the whole first season. 
okay. <laughs> it was weird that the character that did that said, this is for the first season when he yeah. kicked him in the nuts. It was a little... Every time he kind of like dropped in somewhere, he hurt himself. It was kind of a weird thing that kept happening. Yeah, a theme, yeah. 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 Uh, well, but... So you the, you don't like this show because it doesn't have Superman in it, and you feel like it's... No, the, I don't like the show because of the uh, poor character choices. The, the They focus on weird stuff, and, uh, you know, it was a lot of, like... I don't understand a lot of the character's motivation. You know, like, mm. um, you know, the Zod's daughter is obviously a part of something evil and she was smarter that in the first season, but now she seems cool with it or she's playing along. It's just really confusing to me how they were being led by this many faces God and everybody was cool with that. I, I, I don't know. I just had a hard time getting behind what was happening and also the way people were acting about stuff. See, I think uh, I, I like the show. Oh, go oh ahead. no, I, I was just going to say maybe to give those who didn't necessarily watch the episode, I think we can give like a broad overview rather than a beat by beat overview because there is a lot of stuff that happens in the episode, but yeah. basically we're split into two different chains of things that are happening. There's the stuff that's happening on Krypton. And there's stuff with happening with Seg. Uh, with Seg, he's trapped in the Phantom Zone. He's seeing a lot of visions. Horrible uh, stuff. Horrible visions. Uh, eventually, he sees his granddad, who tells him to use this crystal to break out of the Phantom Zone. He does. He the ends Sunstone, the sunstone, which has the power of the sun, which is what Superman... Well, I think yeah, we're going right to see that. some Superman-esque I think so. powers. Uh, and they, it turns out that it wasn't his grandpa. It was actually Brainiac. Probably yeah, who, should have figured that out. Yeah, because, who didn't see that coming? Because he was only in the Phantom Zone with Brainiac. Yep. Uh, but then they both break out together. They end up on Kalu, which is Brainiac's home planet, yes. which is now no longer a techno-paradise, but overrun uh, with uh, plants and trees and things. Like that. What a fun odd couple pairing that uh, is. Brainiac and Seg fight. Seg kills Brainiac uh, pretty violently. We don't see it. Yeah. I liked the way that it was presented in the Fuck you. We'll, we'll get back to that in a second. Yeah. Uh, and then at the end of the episode, Adam Strange shows up, and Adam and Segel are captured by Lobo, who we meet for the first time. We'll get to your feelings. It seems like you were very excited about Lobo, Pete. Yeah, it's the only reason I'm going to keep watching this shitty show. Interesting. Uh, meanwhile, on Krypton, lots of stuff going on, lots of finagling, lots of uh, moving of moving parts. The Resistance is trying to fight back against General Zod. General Zod, meanwhile, is trying to find Doomsday because he wants to use Doomsday to basically raise every planet in the universe, wipe yeah. it out, and then turn it into a Kryptonian paradise. Uh, they find out that Zod has been building an enormous fleet that has been doing exactly that, even without Doomsday, uh, and terraforming other planets to make way for a Kryptonian empire. Uh, Adam Strange is jumping around, trying to figure out what's going on, while everybody else is feeling very conflicted and carrying around several of Seg's babies. Uh, so Lightazad feels conflicted. I will say Lightazad feels conflicted because she knows that Zod, Drew Zod, is half Segel. And yeah. so she knows that even if she is bad, Segel is good. So Drew Zod has that in him, and she wants to try to figure out a way to bring that out. Um, meanwhile, Nyssa is trying to figure out what to do with her baby. Um, she eventually hands off the baby. The baby gets taken by Zod. Corbex uh, is the baby. Yeah, uh, but before that, uh, she takes out her father. She finds her father, and it looks like her father actually dies this time. Uh, well, she doesn't kill him. Yeah, she doesn't kill him. The dude, Zod, or Light Zod, shoots yeah. the father. Yeah. She's yeah. trying to find out 
what happened with uh, her mother. When yeah, she she's could, trying to get some truth. Because we find out at the end of last season that she's actually a clone of herself because yeah. her mother and her original body were killed in a, uh, an accident. Yeah. Um, so we get all of that. There's a couple of other things that happen throughout the episode, uh, but let, let's get back to it. What, what were you going to say, Justin? What were your thoughts? You uh, liked the way they cut away from action and then cut back? No, I did like that. But uh, I also want to say um, the stuff that Pete doesn't like about the show, I think is interesting because they really established Krypton as this different culture. Um, where Lyta Zod, who is a character we're meant to like, like because she's uh, in love with with Seg and Seg's in love with her, but she comes from this culture of war, of military, where you don't disobey orders, all these things. So it's difficult for her. In this episode, she's like torturing someone. She is, yeah, uh, which is bad. Yeah, but and she's loving it, and then she's like, oh, I wish no, I could she stop it. She, I, oh I think, yeah, she no, is. I think she's acting just. At that moment, she has to put on a face in order to torture this lady. Um, I did like the shot very much where she steps out, and it turns out not just that lady's being tortured. Everybody's, uh, everybody's being, being tortured. Yeah, that's cool shot. No, what what I'm saying, Pete, I know okay. makes, for some You're, reason it be, makes you very angry, but what I'm yeah. saying is it's interesting that a show is, a, is willing to put their protagonists into these tough situations and because she is she grew up as this like in this military guild she had her whole life she's been trained to do this be this certain way and her relationship with seg last season allowed her to change a little bit yeah and then now they're a better person and now she's back to being shitty yeah because seg left and she's she's too entrenched in this lifestyle and her brave live your best fucking life that's the point i think we're gonna see her do that but they have to start with her in this particular position and then move out of it. There's a great moment. She's torturing this this woman, and I think she is doing it. And then she re- the way they torture is they reprogram their brains, and then she sees her later, and you see her react and be like, oh, this feels bad. And so I think that's the spark that you can grab onto and be like, oh, that is a good spark. She they believes- just nodded at each other as they walked down the hall. And yeah, but there's a, reason, there's a reason that they showed that. It wasn't an accident that she walked past her then. And then we have General Zod, who she believes is good, and we know he's not. So that makes her, that puts her How in another tough... How could you believe tough- this guy is good? There's nothing... Because she loves Seg, and she knows that Seg is good. And if you, if you had a kid with someone right. who you love and know is good, and the kid is bad... You'd still try to fight for that kid because which you one, think, which right? One but that's not what you're like talking that. about. Uh, both my kids are evil. Oh, okay. The the fifty percent is evil. clearly yeah. evil. She's seen it with her own eyes. Who's that? Yeah. Yes, but she also believes him to be good because of Seg. Like you when see, you got enormous statues of yourself. That's a fucking sign. No, that you're but a bad here's guy. the other thing. Here's the other thing, and this I I don't want to turn this into a fight again, but. Kryptonian culture we know is militaristic. This is how they were raised, right? So if he's going around and pushing them as a military and saying, this is Kryptonian's destiny, this is what we need to do, I am fighting for Krypton, we are going to make this entire universe into a Kryptonian paradise, that's not a bad thing from their perspective. We as human beings, as people watching this TV show... No, that's bad. We, as comic book readers, know that General Zod is bad, but the military guild does not know that that is bad. Yeah, they think it's good. Light Zod, in fact, is the only person that has any suspicion that this is bad. It's like politics. Like, your politics are a certain way. If, you're, uh, if your family or friends follow uh, a different party or a different, like, president, per se, you don't hate them, even though you disagree with what they're doing. And that's... 
that's the same situation these characters are in. And that is frustrating, I understand. But if everyone was good and doing well and having a great time, it wouldn't be a TV show. I'm not saying that a good TV show is holding hands and running down the street. It's just... That's dangerous. Ang- <laughs> it's, it's very <laughs> painful to watch all this shit. Right. It's well, also painful to watch people running down the street holding hands and getting hit by cars. But you love that show. Oh my we God. Right, <laughs> recap that on our other podcast every week. Okay, so let's talk about the bullshit of... Okay, Brainiac was the bad guy. Nobody could take him out. Uh, fucking Zeg, or whatever the fuck his name is. Zeg. Uh, yeah. So he's on a planet <laughs> alone with fucking Brainiac. Decides, you know what? I'm not going to team up with you and have this fucking rom-com bullshit where we get along until we don't get along. And, you know, that we've seen that play out a million times. He goes, okay, we're fighting here and now. Cut away, cut back, he has a branch in his hand, and Brainiac's brains are just beating the fuck out, and they're spilling everywhere. Yeah. You believe that that's what happened? No, of course not. Yeah, no, something's going to happen with that, but uh, I'm fine with the way they did that, as it creates a mystery that we can now cool. figure out what it is. Yeah, well, what, hold, hold on. I, I can't tell whether you're saying you just generally you don't like that that happened that SAG attacked Brainiac or you don't like the I fact- like that the fact that I just don't believe that he could take Brainiac Brainiac could stop him with his hand movements and freeze him in time. Well, there was well, that he, thing where Brainiac was like, oh, I'm having a little trouble here. And he's yeah. not fist fight Yak. He's Brainiac. So he's cool. So yeah, he, there's fighting. no way he could stop a branch coming at him. Uh, I don't know. That's this actually is, his weakness in the comic books. I don't know if you read that, but his weakness is branches. Oh, yeah. yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Exactly. Yeah, Bran- Brainiac's Branch a real, <laughs> real bad guy uh, villain there. Yeah. Yeah. His, uh, his uh, arch enemy is Branchiac. <laughs> Sweet. I'm sure it'll be a spinoff and you guys will love it. But I, I guess what I'm saying is uh, across the board, this good drama is when characters are in bad situations and you get to see them. It I'm may have, like, seen unpredictably work their way through it. And this show, I think, does a good job of we don't know what's going to happen. Like, uh, if we just cover all, like, Lida, we've already talked about. She seems like she's in a bad spot, but maybe we're going to see her redeem herself. Uh, Nissa is captured over the course by Lida. Um, we see her lose her, her kid to Zod. Uh, yeah, what was it, Mama? What's her face? Mama Zed, which Mama I will Zed, say, yeah. sort of odd to name her that. Yeah, I, I yeah. mean that was that was uh, ridiculous. Yeah, because she shows up on a number. Hey, it's Mama Zed. Well, because there was Zed, trust you with my there baby. Was Zed, the bartender, the last season. Yeah, clearly they could not bring it back for season two, and they're like, "What do we do? What do we? Do? Oh, it's Mama Zed. Oh, it's his mom. There well, we go. Well, just in cool. general, it's like the names on the show are hard enough to like yeah. keep track of. Why would they name someone's Something so close to Zod, <laughs> like they could use any letters. I don't know. There's also there's another planet that they're going to that's like Thorvel or something like that. Wagthor, Wagthor, which, which I was like, I thought I misheard that the yeah, first five times. Definitely, it's it is funny the way they do this. Yes, I, that's true to the comics, though. I mean, that is the way things are structured in the comics, so they are staying consistent with that. Uh, would you guys think when they first get to? Uh, Kalu, uh, Seg, and Brainiac. Something goes off called a shithead detector. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I couldn't tell if they was talking about Brainiac or Zeg. Like either one of these two are shitheads. So like, I think. Wow. Uh, I think it was Seg, and I think it was an alarm that Adam Strange. Uh, it brought. Oh Adam Strange. no no no! That was uh, that was Lobo. 
Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Wow. And it was both of them. Because I thought it was saw- strangest because he was talking about some kind of alarm he had. Because he showed and he d- showed up. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Funny. Why, that- why would Adam Strange call him a shithead? No, I took it as... Well, Adam Strange is getting hit in the nuts, and he's the comedy relief, so I yeah, thought... Yeah, but that's yeah. classic Lobo. Like, that's classic Lobo. No, you're like, right. You're ah, right. I, yeah. shit huds showed yeah. up here. Yeah. I didn't think of that, because I agree. I was on Pete with this, where Adam Strange talks just like us. He says Johnson and Chubb. Yeah. Uh, he's got <laughs> a real chub. His, I was I like, like Jesus. <laughs> he's got a real chub for this planet. Yeah. I'm like, what? <laughs> I was like, lay off, dude. Jesus Christ. Uh, so when it said shithead, I was like, there's Adam Strange just yeah, being that's funny. I thought, yeah, I thought that was his comedy. Yeah. I mean, maybe I'm wrong. But no, I think you're no, right. I think you're I think right. right. I makes think more of sense that. now. Because um, yeah. I, I mean, I didn't expect to see Lobo in this first episode. Yeah, I was, I was very surprised. Very to Very happy. Uh, Saved me. Well, let's talk about that. Let's jump ahead to Lobo showing up at the end. So Lobo shows up there. This is our first ever live action Lobo, right? Uh, how'd you it? feel about it, Pete? Well, I've loved Lobo. It's a comic book character for a long time, and I was super nervous. Uh, about this show, but so far I feel like they're doing a good job with him. I wanted him to be a little beefier, but I love the when he said frag. I thought like that he wasn't overdoing it. It was just kind of right in the pocket, and I'm very excited to see uh, hopefully that this character be good. How do you feel about it as not the biggest Lobo fan? Not a big, I mean. I was like, wow, he looks like a member of KISS. And I wrote that down in my notes. And then uh, Adam Strange made the joke. And I was like, oh, now I feel stupid. (laughs) (laughs) This man I was making fun of is making the same joke as me. But um, I thought it was all right. That's the thing with Lobo. Lobo feels like such a, like, 80s sort of invented very quickly character as, like, this is the space Wolverine. And that's the way it definitely felt in this episode to me. I hope we get a little bit more. I'd love a Lobo episode uh, where we get to see him hang out. I want to watch him put his makeup on because he clearly is wearing a lot of makeup. No, that's just how he looks. That's just the way he is. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, No, I know that. Uh, So, yeah, I I hope we get more backstory because he feels like a dude who's badass for the sake of being badass when I want to know. I mean, that's what he is. Yeah, that's all I, Lobo is. Sometimes there are just badass dudes. you got to come to grips with that. But he did nothing to earn it in this episode. The only reason we know that that's is That's who he is, though. Yeah, Why but does he have the to only earn reason, who he is? So because what the, if he had never known who Lobo is? He walks in, and it's, it's one of those moments where like you expect the fans to be like, yeah, but for someone, for a regu- in a, from a storytelling perspective, I want to see, show me, don't just... To have him show up, and I know that he's so. Badass. For those of you who aren't familiar with Lobo from the comics, this is basically his backstory. He uh, is a Zarnian. I never know how to pronounce yeah, that. That's but, right. Okay. Uh, Zarnian. Uh, he got super pissed off with his planet, killed everybody on his planet. He is able to regenerate from one drop of his own blood if necessary. Uh, he rides a bike. He gets drunk, and he works as a bounty hunter. That's pretty much it. Yeah. Once so, he takes a bounty. That's it. He delivers. Right. And he usually tussles with Superman, and mm-hmm. that's his whole thing. Yeah. Like, He's got super he strength. Is, to your point, Justin, he is Wolverine without any complicated backstory. Like, there is, he killed his entire planet, but just because they kind of annoyed him a little bit. Yeah. It's not even Thanos level, where Thanos is like, I'm going to teach a lesson and show myself to the entire universe. It was like they stepped on his toes, and he was like, eh, going to wipe all you guys out. That's it. That We're done with that now. It's not a very complicated character, so I'm not sure what else they could bring to him, or if I want to see him sit down with Sag and be like, you know, my childhood, 
when I was younger. I'm not saying I need to see that. I just want to see something. Uh, well, I yeah, I agree with you. I want to see more. Yeah, I, I don't need any bullshit on it though. I just want to see him being him because he's the only reason I'm still watching this goddamn show. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, I don't know what to say to you, but I'm saying dude rolls up and he's like. Uh, I'm punching both you out, and then I'm going to talk to your knocked out bodies. Yeah, I thought it was great, and I have a chain in my hands. When a rope, that's a part when a of rope, he, when that's a his rope favorite. Would, I don't know that, if I don't know who Lobo is. I'm watching the show, and I'm like, why is he, he should have a rope or something? That was your <laughs> what the fuck, man? Chains that's his at, favorite. That's his like favorite but weapon you know, of choice. But you know that, right? Yeah. What you need is a flashback scene of him going to the hardware store exactly. and oh. then being like, "Well, you can have a rope, but chains on sale this week, two for yeah. one, buddy." Now we're talking. That's oh, backstory. That'll be a good scene, especially if it's like a Green Lantern store or something like that. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, yeah. Um, definitely something like that. <laughs> like or Lowe's, Lowe's bow. Ooh, that's good. I was trying to think about something with Home Depot, but I yeah, couldn't come up with it. Me too, and I was like, oh, it's harder to rhyme, but uh, Lowesbow, I think, is. That's where I buy my supplies. Uh, Pete, you got any good jokes about hardware stores? Nope. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> um, this episode was not very good. I'm just going to turn it off. Why did you like it? Yes. I just felt like the... So, I... Uh, I'm not exactly halfway between you guys just because, like, I don't really care about Lobo that much. Yeah. Um, I I think some of the actors out here are pretty good. Uh, you mentioned uh, the actress who plays Light is Odd, uh, the actress who plays Nissa Vex. They're both very good, yeah, I and like I them. like the stuff that they as actresses are doing on the show. But there's a lot of weird, shoddy, quick plotting that went on in this episode, particularly when it comes to SEG. I understand that there's probably a feint going on with the Brainiac thing, but the fact that he's in the Phantom Zone seemed pretty much fine in the Phantom Zone other than the fact that he had, like, a, a kind of a beard. And then he gets out of the Phantom Zone, and he's like, wow, I thought you'd be more shaken up by being in the Phantom Zone. And he's like, no, I'm pretty much fine. Yeah. And then he kills Brainiac, and then we come back from that, and that's the point that he's shaken up. It was strange to me. It, it felt like if he was trapped in the Phantom Zone for that long... Just on a basic level, having him come out and be a little shaken and not just a cocky dude seems like they don't quite understand what's going on with the Phantom Zone to me. You know what uh, I mean? Yeah. Or the fact that he wasn't he wasn't shaken till uh, his tussle with Brainiac is kind of like a nod to the fact that it's no longer him. It's Brainiac inside that dude. Uh, yeah, I think so. It's, yeah. I don't know. It, it, things like that, things... Like a lot of the stuff going on on Krypton itself, where there was a lot of running around and blasting of characters that I don't particularly care about or understand who they are yet, uh, were frustrating to me. Yeah. Um, a lot of the Adam Strange stuff, he's playing a very lazy delivery dude. Yeah, I don't love Adam Strange uh, so far. It's it, I didn't mind him the first season. Like yeah. I liked him in the first season, and I liked his delivery. There was something very weird about the way he was playing stuff in this first episode here. Yeah. And I don't know if there's the lines or the direction or whatever it was, but it was like he wandered in, they gave him his lines three seconds before that, and he jumped into it. Yeah, he he also had more to do in this uh, episode than in previous yeah. episodes. And he's sort of the bridge between a lot of the different characters. Um, I don't know. I definitely like it more than you guys, clearly, but 
because I like the the Krypton stuff, the cultural stuff. I yeah. like uh, the stuff that's happening with with Lyda and Nissa. Um, and I think that it'll get. I last season I liked a lot of the religious commentary and all that stuff um, with the Many Face God. So I'm hoping we get. Uh, more uh, season premieres, particularly season two premieres, can be very rough. Like you and I were in agreement that season one ended in this enormous place where they took a lot of chances, wrote themselves into a corner with anything. But then, what you got to do when you write yourself in a corner is you got to write yourself out of that corner, and that's I think what they were doing here. So even though I didn't particularly like this episode. I'm eager to see if they can right the ship in the second episode and get back on track, Um, particularly because they do have all these elements in place now, right? Like, I don't want to see them take an entire season being cagey about Doomsday because that's not what they would have done in season one. They would have just thrown it all at the wall and see what stuck. Um, So hopefully they'll do that. I want to see... Even though I wasn't crazy about this episode, I'm excited to see Doomsday fight Lobo. I'm excited to see Brainiac come out and pop out of Seg's head or whatever's going to happen. I'm excited to see them all fight General Zod. And I think ultimately we're going to end up in some situation, like you said, where Seg uses the Sunstone to give himself Superman powers. That's going to be a lot of fun. I I hope they head in those directions. So even though I felt like this was a very roughly written hour of television, um, I'm curious to see what they do going forward. I, you know, I keep trying to focus on what you're saying. I keep trying to say like, Hey, maybe there's going to be fun stuff. Maybe there's going to be fun stuff. So I sit through it all. Um, and I hope you're right. You act like this is the single greatest despair in your life. <laughs> so far it is. Wow. Wow. What yeah. a charmed life. Yeah, yeah. It's really just Watching great. 42 minutes of television yeah. is the And then one. talking about it for another half an hour. Yeah. I'm sorry this took so much away from your life. Yeah. yeah. What a well, black thank eye. you for acknowledging that. Anytime, bro. The sacrifices that I do for you guys, you know? Man, you are like the seg to my Adam Strange. <laughs> Uh, here, here's what I will say, Pete. Uh, we gave you a preview episode of watching one episode. You'll stick with it for one more episode beyond yep. this? I'll give it one more up. Every show, he's going to really... I predict Pete will come back every week. He's like the Dread Pirate Roberts of this podcast. <laughs> nice. Yeah. You get what does that mean? <laughs> From Princess Bride. It'll yeah, surely Princess kill Bride. us in the morning. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. Surely kill you in the morning. Yeah, yeah peak yeah. last time. Yeah. yeah, no. I Anybody want a peanut? We didn't really watch that Stop movie. it now. I mean it. <laughs> no no more rhyming cool. and I mean it. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't really like movies. Wow. wow. You could, this changed so much though, over the course of the episode where you guys became best fucking friends. <laughs> <laughs> if you'd like to support our best friends podcast, <laughs> patreon.com slash comic book club. Also, we do a live show every Tuesday night at 8 p.m. at the People's Improv Theater Loft in New York. Come on by. We will yell at you about Krypton. Pete, what do you want to plug? Friend us on Facebook so you get to know about the amazing guests we have on our upcoming shows. Follow us on Twitter at Comic Book Live. Also on at After Krypton for Krypton-specific content. You can check us out at comicbookclublive.com for this podcast. Also subscribe on iTunes, Android, Spotify, or Stitcher. And we'll see you after Krypton. Oh, Lobo. Get a rope. <laughs>